0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is believed.
1: My mind, you just wake up and go rake. At what
0: point are we as Americans going to finally concede that we are no longer in possession of the greatest athletes in the world of any um, sport?
1: No, nah, nah, we're nice to see that. If you look at the body, I don't mean to kill your point here, but actually I do. I do mean to kill your point. I I mean to absolutely squish it and throw it in the trash because I fucking hated it. Follow at Wake and Rake Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok.
0: I'm kind of a big deal.
1: Here's Danny and Will.
0: Merry Christmas. Can't say that anymore. Happy New Year. I can kinda say that
1: now. You can kinda you can say baseball is close. Yeah. For how many days? Like eighty-five days from opening day?
0: We're only like two months away, 50 days from spring training and pitchers and catchers reporting. Now, that's not the most exciting thing in the world.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey. you know. Pitchers and catchers report in in Fort Myers on February 14th. That's Valentine's Day.
0: All right, so 40, 43 days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Closer, closer than that.
0: Yeah. We're <laughs> at that we're at that point in the offseason where we're like, pitchers and catchers report, like a couple days, like or yeah. just holding on. In I was like get...
1: there for a bit. I was like, just like, okay, I need a baseball break. Yeah, you, know, you get through the holidays and then like New Year's, and you're like, all right, I'm getting, I'm getting that itch again. I'm getting that itch back, which is good because I'm gonna be in Fort Myers probably in the next month, month and a half, probably around pitchers and catchers doing some uh, preseason shows. So that hopefully. reminds
0: me. Can you publicly announce like what your deal is with Nesson this next year or is that still publicly on publicly announced?
1: Um it's just gonna be like the same as it was last year, basically. Okay. So like fifty or so pre and post game shows, thirty games in the booth. Um, so about half the season. Okay. So, so your
0: so, contract, so your contract expired technically with Nesson with the Red Sox and it just essentially got renewed. So congratulations.
1: Thank you. Nice yeah, to have a job. And I'm so not the on our podcast and us some money.
0: You're not that bad, then.
1: I, I'm not. Maybe they just don't have any other choices. I don't, I don't know. Like they, I thought it went well. It, on, on a serious note, I had a blast last year. Uh, that was my first full season in the booth, which it was like 25 games. It wasn't a ton, but I had like 45 pre- and post-game shows, which I did that the year before um, in 2022 is when I started that with Nessun, which is a blast. So our host, Tom Karen has been there forever and he's the best and easy to work with and kind of just puts things he's he's done it for so long he knows exactly the spot to put analysts in right so he just like for tv purposes that that he'll tee me up right he'll put it right there just exactly where i need to be to answer and analyze a play or a player um and then the analysts i mean i had Jonathan Pappelbon, lenny dinardo jim rice hall of famer uh papal actually going into the Red Sox Hall of Fame this year, uh, along with Pedroia, too. So and Trot Nixon. So that'll be a fun year. And it's a twenty year anniversary from uh for the 04 World Series team this year too. So we'll have a lot of activities going on with that. Should be a fun season. Let's need the Red Sox to make a couple more big moves to make it a little more fun for the fans and for us. So we'll see.
0: That leads me into my next question, which is kind of the big topic of today's episode, which is just kind of giving everybody an update here. We're about Past the midway point of the off season, so uh, kind of look forward to twenty twenty four and take a look at some of the recent signings. One of those being Lucas Giolito to yeah. Boston, and not long thereafter, Chris Sale was shipped down south um, yeah. to Atlanta. Your thoughts?
1: Um, I actually the Giolito signing is like, uh, I feel like he's got a really high ceiling if they can get him back to where he was. Obviously from a couple of years back but um you know talking to Andrew Bailey um our red Sox pitching coach they 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 really like what they think they can get out of him like they see clear changes that they can make just on the the way that they teach things their philosophy uh their work habits that type of thing um and and it, Andrew Bailey and, and Craig Breslow obviously two ex pitchers their main thing is like rebuilding this whole pitching body of work that with the Boston Red Sox. So they're rebuilding it from the ground up from the minor leagues on as far as like arm programs, throwing programs, what uses, what certain analytics and metrics you're using, how you are building uh, a certain pitcher's repertoire based off of their vertical attack angle, their spin rates, their, all this stuff that says, okay, you should throw this pitch. You should throw in this quadrant as in fastball up, or you have a good sinker. You should obviously stay below the zone um just breaking it down for every single guy and you know just looking at giolito obviously this is this is not coming from andrew bailey this is me personally looking at him is like he's got to be better against right-handed bats he's got to miss more right-handed bats get more weak contact you know he's known for a really good curveball and then he had a really good forcing fastball for a couple of years that made him who he is lost a little bit of velocity that fastball didn't have as much ride through the zone um, and guys were getting to it. So I, I think if he's able to add either a cutter or maybe get a little more horizontal break on his slider, he's good. I think if he ups his curveball percentage, that fastball is gonna play up more. You know that you were a pitcher. The more, more off speed you throw, more effective off speed you throw in certain counts can put you in a spot where your fastball plays a tick higher just because you've seen or you're you have to be aware of the off speed, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that four seam at the top of the zone is gonna play a lot better if that off speed is a factor so i'm curious to see what they do with them that's all what i think i'm not a pitcher or pitching coach but you know from a hitter's perspective utilize what he does well he spins a fastball well but if i'm able to go up there and look for it as a hitter because i'm not concerned about anything else it's not as effective
0: one kind of nugget that stuck out to me and correct me if i'm wrong here i have my west coast bias i kind of focus on the west coast teams for the most part but at fenway park You want guys with high ground ball percentages, right? Guys that produce ground balls.
1: Especially against right-handed batters.
0: On the mound, right? So I'm looking at last year's highest ground ball percentages. And Lucas Chialito actually had the eighth lowest ground ball percentage among starting pitchers last year, which is the polar opposite of what you would think the Red Sox would be looking for from a starting pitching perspective. He had a ground ball rate of 36.2%, eighth lowest in Major League Baseball.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I think that just goes back to them looking at his arm slot at the, uh, you know, attack angle and saying, if we make these changes, like, he can be that guy again. Mm -hmm. So, clearly, he got away from it. You know, I think when guys start to lose a little bit of velocity, they they get scared of their fastball. Yeah. So, they're not going to throw it as much. So, I don't necessarily think he needs to have velocity added. I think he just needs to use certain pitches in certain spots more often or less or, you know, just make some changes to his usage.
0: We talk about the Chris Sale to Atlanta deal just because I'm I'm like nerding out over what Alex Anthopoulos in Atlanta is doing this off season. right? Like, like he is acquiring players using and and, and and using the money essentially to set up their payroll and roster flexibility, right. and then he's shipping them right out. And in acquiring new players because of this new financial situation that he's made, essentially. So he's tweaking roster and payroll to complete his roster, essentially, for 2024. So he acquired Max Dassey from the Los Angeles Angels. He shipped him right back out of there. Uh, He was able to acquire Jared Kelenic, and he kept Kelenic. He's going to be part of their team in 2024. But he also acquired Mitch White. Uh, Is it Mitch White? No. Mike White?
1: From the Dodgers?
0: No. Where was he from? It was in the... Evan White. Sorry, Evan White. Oh, Evan White.
1: Yes, 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 I said So it
0: was Kelenic and Evan White. So he got Kelenic into the deal, and then he also acquired Marco Gonzalez. Marco Gonzalez went to Pittsburgh, and then he sent White over to the Angels. So, like, (laughs) Anthopolis is just moving pieces around, moving pieces around, and it allowed him to get a guy like Chris Sale. Chris yeah, Sayle's coming off so, a lot of injuries. I get he that. He is,
1: but, like, I think – so, this was the season I was like, all right, I think Sale's finally going to be better, more consistent on the field more. It was, it's This is the first year he's had, like, a full-off season to, like, be normal and healthy and go into next year like a regular season. So, I think he'll be good. I mean, Red Sox had to do what the Red Sox had to do. I mean – his extension he signed. I mean, it was, he had 31 starts over four seasons, right? 151 innings, I believe, you know, and most, and a lot of those came last year. So he missed a ton of time. Obviously he had TJ, he had the bike incident. He broke his wrist in that incident. Um, He just been a lot of stuff going on. I mean, there's no way around it. He was hurt. Um, I love Chris Hale. I think he brings a lot to a clubhouse. I think, There are a lot of young guys in Boston who leaned on him heavily the last couple of years. And he was a a really, really good teammate in that clubhouse, especially when he wasn't able to be on the mound, which is really, that's hard to do when you're there, you know, you're making a ton of money. You know, you're not really being able to contribute to a team. You're hearing it from the fans. You see it online. You read in the papers. You're not blind to that stuff where you're just getting trashed because you're stealing money, right? You're, you're, You're stealing money. And that's just, that's part of the game. I mean, it's guaranteed contract, right? So you can't really be mad at the player. It's not like he tried to get hurt. Like he blew out. It was a freak injury. He had a line drive hit off him where he broke his pinky. You know, it's just like, what are you going to do? But it was time to part ways. And I I love, I think there's a lot of upside with Von Grisham. Uh, I talked to Chipper Jones about him because he had him, you know, was kind of a mentor to him over there. And he said, look, this kid is super athletic. He's hit at every level. Really, really good bat-to-ball skills. He's going to hit for, you know, above average to average, batting average. Um, he's going to get a lot of knocks. He's not going to have a ton of power, but there's pop in there. Obviously, we've seen it. His first career hit, first career homer was at Fenway uh, two years ago, I believe, towards the end of the year when he came up. But um, I think he's going to play second base for the Boston Red Sox. Trevor Story's going to be the shortstop. And there's that, I mean, Trevor Story being the shortstop for the Boston Red Sox, on an everyday basis, makes a massive difference in their defensive ability. Uh, the Red Sox struggled big time in defense last year. And a lot of it had to do with shortstop. They had 12 different guys play shortstop last year. Yeah. Come on. And a lot of those guys shouldn't have been there. Um,
0: Trevor Story will but, be there next year.
1: Oh, 100%. Right. He's having a regular offseason. He's healthy. He's obviously, you know, was, was coming off injury last year. So he missed – a most of the year with the uh elbow reconstruction. He didn't get Tommy John. He had the internal brace put in, which cut his recovery time in half and allowed him to play last year. But um his bat never came around. I mean I think that was just part of you know missing that amount of time, being rusty, rushing back because the team was somewhat in it in the wild card race there for a bit when he was trying to come back. Um and just couldn't get the bat going. But you know we've all we've all seen what he can do offensively and I think he'll be fine. But I think his biggest um spark to this ball club is going to be defensively because he even when he came back last year ground ball hit the short you're like out he's out doesn't matter but before that it was like oh ah, it's a little sketchy you know kike there you've had some young guys filling in he had Poppy doll back playing there randomly like they're just trying to fill fill it in as long as they could till trevor got back so yeah it'll be good to have him back defensively i think von Grisham um has the ability to be an everyday second baseman. There's still a lot to be seen. You know, He had a good year in AAA last year. Didn't really get a big chance in the big leagues because they wanted Orlando Arcea playing shortstop uh, who came in and took over and did a really good job um, taking over for Dansby Swanson after he went to Chicago. So um, I think Von Grissom's got a chance to be a good player, especially at Finway. I think that fits his swing um, where if he does have some pool side pop, he doesn't have to be a ton to be a homer, but he's a high average guy, high contact guy. But the biggest thing is, him to play defense and I need to see more. I haven't seen a lot of him on like the defensive numbers. Um, I think his numbers at shortstop are pretty average, so even a little bit below average. But Chipper seems to think he'll be a really good second baseman and he's young, he's young, right? He's moldable, he's teachable, he's coachable. Um, so getting him in front of out guys, some, somebody like Alex Cora, who is a very good defensive minded, infield minded coach, uh, could just help him make him better.
0: Yeah, Chipper Jones on speed dial. Just kind of buried the lead. There. I did not call
1: him. I sh- I text him.
0: Yeah. Kind of a big time move. It's like a third baseman's core, I guess. I don't know. Group text you got going.
1: I mean, yeah, similar careers, you know. Yeah, me and him. Me and him.
0: Yeah, best buds. Yeah. To touch on the Braves one more time. Alex Anthopoulos acquired Marco Gonzalez from Seattle, traded Gonzalez to Pittsburgh. He acquired Max Stassi from the Angels. He traded Stassi to the White Sox. He acquired David Fletcher, excuse me. Acquired David Fletcher from the Angels. Outrighted David Fletcher. He's still on the roster, but he was outrighted to uh, A.
1: So he's not on the forty man. That's what
0: not saying. on the forty man. He acquired Evan White from Seattle. He traded White to the Angels. He acquired Matt Carpenter from the Padres. He released Matt Carpenter. So he's acquired one, two, three, five different guys.
1: Yeah. Either he's in and group, groups of I mean, trade and in, and a- they're gone. Well, you acquire guys because maybe. Uh, there's a suitor for another player you want. And they're like, we need yes. this, this, and this. And he's like, well, we don't have that. So let me go get them from someone else. And then we'll talk. So, it, just I mean, your, it's just, it it it's reminds
0: chess. me, it, it is, it's chess. It reminds me of the Brian Windhorse meme. It's it's like, what are they doing in Atlanta? And it's allowed them to either extend, sign, or acquire Ronaldo Lopez, Pierce Johnson, Joe Jimenez, Ray Kerr, Aaron Bummer, Jared Kellenick, and now Chris Sale. And Alex Anthopolis has a resume of just... Just finding diamonds in the rough and just creating uh, just a stacked roster year in and year. Well, that all started so just, in what,
1: like the 2021 postseason, right?
0: It just makes me think, man, like what does Atlanta have up their sleeve right now? Chris yeah. Sale apparently is the answer.
1: Like the guys, wasn't it 2021? They picked up all those guys at the trade deadline when they went on to win the World Series and they're getting like...
0: Jock Peterson and... Jock uh, Peterson,
1: uh, um, Rosario.
0: Rosario,
1: yeah. Like somebody else.
0: Didn't they like reacquire Adam Duvall at some point? Like, Adam Duvall played somewhere else for like half a Cincinnati. season. Cincinnati, or, huh.
1: or I don't know, yeah. But anyway, she like pressed a lot of right buttons. Like all the guys, he, I'm crushing these. By the way, these are really good. You made fun of me before the show.
0: Yeah, give me a give me a rating. Explain to the people what they are first of all.
1: The frosted pecans. It's like a Christmas gift from. It was like in like a tub of like assorted nuts. Yeah, these nuts and um i was skeptical right but normally like glazed pecans are like these are frosted it's kind of like i don't know if you can see it i'm holding it close to the camera
0: looks like popcorn from here
1: it does but it's like it's almost like powdered sugar like glazed onto. i guess frosted is the way that's what it's that's what it's called it's good is it bobby a little snack
0: is it Bobby, Bobby approved? approved? Do you know what Bobby is? Bobby approved? Do you know Bobby. what that is? Do you know who Bobby is? Tell me. Bobby, all right. So a lot of listeners might know what Bobby. Basically, Bobby has a scanner. You scan the product and it tells you if it's Bobby approved. It takes into account the nutritional facts, how much oh. how much sunflower oil is in it, how much gum is in it, how much natural flavor, stuff like that. So uh,
1: This is probably not healthy.
0: Probably not Bobby approved.
1: I mean, there are some Omega's, Omega the in this. Yeah. Let's but take a break a from,
0: let's take a break from baseball for just a second. Cause I, I how, right.
1: how
0: was, you, how was Christmas? What was your best gift? You went on a cruise.
1: Okay. Yeah. So the kids normally have a two week break, right? Yeah. For, for the holidays. Well, we had a four day cruise the week before Christmas. So the, our kids are out of school for three weeks. So I'm at the point now where I'm like, get them the get them out get them back to school. They're driving me nuts. There's a playground right now. That's why I have like an hour to do this. <laughs> but, um, thanks Shinny Dell for taking them out of here for a little bit, but uh, no, it was good. We went on a little cruise. It was their the kids. First cruise. It was for my father-in-law's 70th birthday. So went out of Fort Lauderdale, went to Coco K went to uh, the Bahamas. It was great. It was also tough because they're four kids, six years or younger. Mm. Um, We had like seven rooms all lined, like all connected, not all connected, but all seven in a row. So the balconies were all connected. So the kids could run up and down, go to each other's room, play. It was a great time. But a cruise is tough with kids because you're not just gonna put them to sleep and go out. You can't, you can't leave them, right? So, but we're just, you know, it was good hanging out with the family all in one place, having drinks, going to the beach. But this time of year, It's not hot, right? It's like highs in the like like seventy, windy, not beach weather. Uh, we went to the beach a little bit, but like the pool on the ship, it was Royal Caribbean. It was Liberty of the Seas. We we did this ship because it was very kid friendly. There's like a kids playroom. There's a kids pool with like slides. When I tell you the water was ice cold, they did they don't heat the water on the ships. What? I I'm with you. Like I'm I. Was blown away.
0: What are we doing? Maddie
1: stepped in the water. And Maddie, Maddie will jump in cold water and swim all day. Kenzie's like, mm, sometimes. But Maddie got her foot in. She was like, Dad, it's way too cold. And I'm like, come on. It's not that bad. It felt like an ice bath. Hmm. It was so cold. So they didn't swim. So it was just like constant, like, entertaining the kids the whole time. So we paid money to make it harder on ourselves than it is at home, basically but um it was good I'm crapping all over it we had a good like three and a half four days but it was definitely it's not vacation
0: I could just expose My, you I could expose you with some some text updates I got if you want me yeah. to or, or I can I will pocket them just because yeah we'll, just we don't know who's early. listening now
1: too soon <laughs> Jenny's not listening don't worry she's not but uh Christmas was good um we don't we're, Jenny and I don't do a bunch of like we don't do a ton of gifts. We like kind of just like planning a trip, going on a trip. But this year, I did get a new putter.
0: All right. Oh, you got it. I new did gar- get a, Let me I see. I got a new putter. I got a
1: Scotty. It's in the garage. Ah. It's, uh, it's a. It's a. It's a. I got a Scotty Cameron. Uh, it's a. It's called a square back two. So it's like uh It's not the normal like Newport like small head. It's but it's not a mallet either. It's kind of like in between. It's a little bigger, uh, blade putter. A little wider. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's sick. It's sick. I played I played one round with it. So my dad came in town right after Christmas. And uh the last two years we've gone to PJ National and played the Champion course, which is where they have the Honda Classic. Uh, and they have like the bear trap on the back nine. It's like it's a grind. It was tough. Uh but we got a perfect day for it. Went out there, um played golf and I used a putter for the first time. I didn't even practice with it and I absolutely love it. It's so good. It makes when you have like nice stuff, you feel like okay, this makes like I'm better. Hmm. it felt that way it's in the head it, it's so true but um so that was my favorite gift
0: what did you well, get jenny you got
1: i got her a bunch of those like random stuff lululemon got her some mom um, new perfume some new pjs she likes um what else i don't know. I got her, like random clothes stuff
0: one of our uh best friends she just started working at lululemon, uh, lululemon like seasonal She's actually trying to become a nurse, but uh, she's working at Lulu just for the winter time. And the worst thing possible that could ever happen to you as a husband is one of their best friends starts working at Lululemon because you see your bank account just start to decline because yeah. they get that supposed employee discount. But, you know, it's still Lululemon. So like an employee discount, which is like maybe yeah,
1: 20, the pair of pants instead of being like 120 bucks is like 80 bucks.
0: Right. And they're like, oh, it's, but it's still 80 discount. bucks. Yeah, and they act like it's. She's like,
1: free. babe, I saved forty bucks. You're like, no, you spent eighty. It's There's like Costco
0: difference. wholesale, you know. And it's like, no, 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 this is still Lululemon, and you're still spending a lot of money.
1: I lucked out because Jenny's not a shopper. Really? She's not.
0: Does she, she get her? Know. Does she get her clothes paid for through CBS because of her job?
1: Um, she has a clothing deal through White House Black Market. What? Oh who, yeah, I know what that is. I know what that is. So that's that's who she does like her game stuff, but like her everyday clothes. Dude, she'll wear a shirt. I'm like, what shirt is that? She's like, I got this in high school. I'm like, what? <laughs> or this is my aunt's shirt. Um I'm like what she had her sweater on there. I was like, this is my sweater, where's it? She was, oh, that's my aunt Fern's. I was like, from when? She's like, the 90s? I don't know. Like, it's crazy. But when you got a body like that, it doesn't matter. You wear whatever you want. I it's not, it's not the shirt, you know, it's not the it's it's the hanger. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and the right. hanger, meaning the body looks good. Like, I have to get clothes that look perfect because my hanger looks like shit. Yeah. Jenny's perfect. So, she didn't work out. She eats like an asshole and she's <laughs> perfect. I don't, I'm, I'm not complaining, but I'm complaining. You know what I mean? Like, it's bullshit.
0: Yeah. yeah. I get it. And if we eat one slice of pizza, we gain 10 pounds. This nah, is the way it so goes. This yeah. yeah. the way it
1: it's, goes. Yeah. And like, she, I shouldn't say she eats terrible because like if she has like crappy food, She doesn't need a ton of it. Like, she's little. She doesn't need a lot. But she's looked the same since the day I met her. And she's worked out. We've been together for 12 years. I've maybe seen her work out like six or seven times. (laughs) I swear to God. And, like, she'll take yoga and stuff like that. I don't count that as a workout. I know some of those yoga classes are tough. I get get it. it. But, like, I'm grinding F45 like six, seven days a week to stay the same. If she main, worked main, out yeah. if she worked out twice a week, I'm pretty sure she'd be the first woman with a ten pack. Like she would be abbed out of her mind. She has abs right now and she does nothing. Hate it's disgusting but amazing at the same time.
0: That's how my wife is with golf.
1: She's good at golf. Natural. The, my okay, I got I got a quick story. So me off. I tried I would love to play golf with me she's not a good golfer but just like I get it like it's my thing it's I do it with my boys and my dad and like whatever um but I would love like every once in a while, like hey let's go play golf if like the kids are at school or something like let's go play nine for the driving range so yep I ruined that back in like 20 we were living in Dallas is it, was tw- it was like 2012 or the 20- off season 2012 or 2014? Because 2013 we stayed in Boston, but it's one of those years. And uh, she said, "All right, you know, I'll go to the golf course with you and Carson. Carson's it was Carson Blair is my best man in our, in our wedding, and uh, we went to the golf course. She's like, I'll just bring my book, I'll come hang out. And this was like a sunset round, like it was like late in the afternoon. We're like on 17. It's like kind of dark. I did not remember the course we're playing." some something downtown close to downtown Dallas and there's just there's this fairway that kind of goes downhill and I'm like, hey, hold on this is gonna be fun because I was like there's no one on the course you start going down the hill you know you can kind of like fishtail it and kind of slide and then go so I, she didn't hear me say hold on and I turn it dude I turn the golf cart and like as I'm turning it I can like see her like flying out of the golf cart bro <laughs> like, no no it was bad she lands on her butt like we're not going slow and i like you have to like whip it so she's just like boom out the out the side of the golf cart and i see her land on her butt and she smoked her head on the ground oh she for sure had a concussion like she was out of it for like three days
0: oh i'm hiding i'm hiding my smile because i don't want to laugh at a concussion no it's fine it's
1: (laughs) it's fine now it's it's hilarious story now I mean, she's so tough and she was like, I'm good. Like, I'm good. Like it kind of hurt, hurt my tailbone more than anything. But like a couple of days later, she's like, just so you know, like my head is still like ringing. I still feel kind of nauseous. I'm like, you are concussed. You should have told me that. And uh, she has not been in the golf course with me since that day. And she still, if anyone, if it comes up in a group of people like at dinner or whatever, she'll be like, if someone's like, Hey, do do you ever go play golf with him this and that? And she's like, and I'm like, don't you dare tell this group of fifteen people that I almost murdered you. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. And she has not been back to the golf course with me since then. Ruined it.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't blame her. I, I think it I, I was think... an
1: accident, but she she was so locked into whatever romance novel she's reading on the on number seventeen. It could have been a lot of fun. If and it's only it's
0: it only nine holes, so she's not, like, four beers deep to where she's not going to remember the fall. She remembers every no, bit. she
1: had nothing oh. to drink. Yeah. I don't even think I had anything to drink. Yeah. But I was also a dumbass, like, 23-year-old, and I'm like, hey, hold on. Gone. 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 Like, rolling down the hill. Gone. if
0: if you've never almost flipped a cart you've never actually golfed
1: though everybody right but normally almost. not with your significant other in end that ends up sure. tumbling down the fairway sure as you're going you know 20 miles an hour ha, have you ever it, gotten it's not just- ideal it not ideal but uh and i'm never gonna live it down but she's also never we actually own a golf cart that goes way faster than that now and she'll ride it with me, but a golf course no chance nor would i ever try to do that move ever again Because I know better. And every time I do it by myself, I'm like, around the time I almost killed my wife. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Most hammered you've ever been on a golf course was
1: when? I really, I I don't know if I've ever been like hammered on a golf course. Yeah. Because I care too much about my score.
0: You want to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I want to, like, I have drinks, but I never get like drunk on a golf course. But, I had like
0: uh, a, I had like a charity event one time that I did, and, and, yeah. and I, I wasn't I wasn't you know wobbling, but right. I don't you know the last five. so like,
1: like when I go to like a charity golf tournament or something like that, like I have drinks, but I also don't want to get like drunk because I'm yeah I'm playing with like a group of people I don't know, and like I don't want to be in jackass. Yeah,
0: see, uh, we're different people, you know.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've had plenty of drinks at the golf course, but I just I don't know if I've ever been like drunk, drunk on a golf course.
0: All right, we can get back on track. Talk a little bit more baseball here. Have you noticed that the dominant theme this off season has been Korean and Japanese player signing? Yeah, Otani, Yamamoto, and then now we just had Woo. Oh gosh, I'm gonna butcher his name.
1: We had Jung Ho Park too, right? Or Jung uh, What's his name? Jung Ho Lee.
0: Jung Ho Lee. Yeah, he signed him with San Francisco. The Thank Giants. you. Um, why am I drawing the Padres closer? They just signed him like 24 hours ago
1: uh there's a, the lefty Imanaga as well who is on the
0: Wusugo go.
1: That's great pronunciation
0: thank you practiced <laughs> like 10 times before this episode Wusako. He just signed with the Padres so what's the dominant theme this offseason? season Japanese Korean players like that has been I know Asian we've had fusion,
1: some, Yeah
0: yeah and, and here okay hear me there's out There's going to be
1: more too the Imanaga guy yep. the lefty he's Boston's been on him There's some other teams been on him the Yankees uh, he'll probably make his way over here too. And then next year, possibly Roki Sasaki. Yeah. Right. Which he's young kid that throws fuego.
0: It, this might be a bit of a bold take. I'm not after the hot takes, but on, I'm not even going to say it's bold. Cause I have some evidence to back it up, Brooksy. Okay. At what point are we as Americans going to finally concede that we are no longer in possession of the greatest athletes in the world? Of any
1: um, sport. Nah, I no, nah, we're nice to see that. We're talking Who's, about okay. baseball. Oh I
0: have God. I have evidence to back it up. Who are the best baseball players in Major League Baseball right now?
1: Right. We're talking about you said athletes. You didn't say you didn't say just baseball. You said I'm, not,
0: I'm not talking Olympics. I'm talking our sports that we have. MLB, NBA. I NFL. mean,
1: really think about football, basketball.
0: Football's ours. We're the only country in the world. I mean, basketball. Really there's placed.
1: a lot of European guys in basketball too, but there's still most of the superstars. I mean, you got Luca, who's okay. European. I mean, Giannis,
0: Giannis yeah. Antetokounmpo, Luca Doncic, and Nikola Jokic.
1: Right. So the, you're, you're naming just like superstars, right? So if you look yeah. at the gra- the grand picture, though, it's like more good athletes, good in that sport, are Americans still. I agree with you, volume you got to realize we pick, we go to these countries and we cherry-pick the best ones. Yeah. If you look at the body, I don't mean to kill your point here, but actually, I do. I do mean to kill your point. I I mean to absolutely squish it and throw it in the trash because I fucking hated it. Okay. I do understand what you're saying, but we also go to these countries and we say, okay, there's the three best, and we bring them over because we give them their dream of playing in the NBA and the MLB. You know, that's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you look at the, the 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 grouping of the teams against our teams, it's not even close. If you compare rosters, they have some superstars. Your Otani's, your Yamamoto's, your Lucas, your you like all yes, there are. But the, those are the best of the best from that country. That's not won, that's not like what all their players are like.
0: Who won the World Baseball Classic?
1: Japan. Sweet. Collective group. That's fine. Those guys probably... uh, We don't have to get too deep into this. You're going to get me going.
0: Uh,
1: I still think the best athletes in the world are here.
0: The NFL is by itself. The NFL, that's ours. No other country really plays. Okay, so
1: then you should have said the... What? you, You didn't say best baseball players. You said best athletes in the world.
0: The best athletes right now, this generation are foreign international players. The top players in each respective leagues. Hockey, Connor McDavid, he's Canadian. The majority of hockey players are all from okay. Canada In our Now
1: we're talking about hockey. Let's talk about beach volleyball too, maybe ping pong while we're at no,
0: it. No, no, no. I'm talking about the four Darts. major four major North American sports. NHL Well,
1: hockey's not even like an American sport, right? I
0: guess, but it's considered one of the top four major North American. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I'm with you. No, this look. This is a fun conversation. I still think we have more elite athletes here than other countries do.
0: I think, as a whole, I'm with you. As a whole, yes. Like volume wise, America. But that was your question.
1: That, but that. What was your initial question?
0: Okay, can I rephrase and say that the top? Sure,
1: whatever needs you do to fit your narrative. Go.
0: The top athletes in our respective leagues. In the United States, are foreign international based players. That's
1: fine. In baseball, we've been looking at Caribbean players for a long time.
0: Exactly. Dominican, so,
1: Venezuela. No, I'm with you on that. But yeah. you not, I answered based off of how you worded it. Yeah. So, if you're putting it in this way, there are some of the best athletes in each sport are not from here. I yeah. agree. I agree with that.
0: Do you think it's coincidental, though, that? Every top player in every single league, and by every single, I mean those top four major sports. Every single top player is not American. So well, best player, okay, best so, player in the NBA, Nikola Jokic. Best player right, in okay, Major League so, Baseball, Shohei Otani. Best player it. in the hockey, And hockey is Connor McDavid, Canadian. Okay,
1: I'm not arguing that, but these leagues that are in the United States of America have the ability to go to the country and say, "We are going to take your best player because we can, because our league pays more." So I, I don't know how to how to put this in like a way to fit what you're saying. But here, here's here's how I would We just have the ability to take the best from every country and bring them here. Okay So let of me course, of course, of course we're gonna like okay, this is one of the best players we've ever seen in whatever European country. Okay, mm-hmm. this is the best baseball player we've ever seen. He just happens to be in Japan, but we're gonna we're gonna bring him over here because we're gonna give him more money than any, than than Nippon baseball leagues. I'm going to give them. So of course, we're going to have all the European players. Most of the, excuse me, most of the foreign players that we have in American sports are the best of the best from their country. Mm. So no shit. They're really, really good. Does that make sense? But you're kind
0: of feeding into my argument because I would counter that by saying, has America produced a player better than Shohei Ohtani at, at baseball?
1: Uh, No, who are you going to compare it to? Shohei doesn't. Shohei is in a different league. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Okay. Has America produced a player better than Ronald Acuna Jr.?
1: Um, you can say Mike Trout.
0: You could. Has America produced a? You hockey can say, player? I
1: mean, there's, there's. I mean, you can. Are we talking this era? Are we going to go back? Are we gonna talk about Mickey Mantles. Are we going to talk I'm talking about, about right now. I'm talking Aaron about Garens, right. Or we, okay.
0: I'm talking about right now. The international countries are kicking America's ass.
1: Right, and that kind of goes right back to my point of we get to go pick their Agreed. best players. Yeah, I agree. Bring I, but, them here, I'm But I think right so now... It's not like we're saying, all right, we're just going to take these 30. All right, this is the best Japanese player, but his entire team uh, from Hiroshima has to come with him over here and, and fill a roster. Like, we're just taking the best of the best from each country because we have that ability. So it... To your point, it feels that way because... All the foreign players we have are elite because we have the ability to just take cherry pick those free agents. Yeah, you know, I
0: agree with you. If you're looking at a pyramid, your top, you, you, your tier five, four, three, and two majority are American American players. I think tier one is dominantly international players. Does that make sense?
1: In that exactly, I agree.
0: I, I, I you're with uh, me. Okay, there?
1: We're, we're we're meeting here. Okay. But I'm but I'm I'm telling you why that is.
0: That's what I, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I understand that point. Because our it... base
1: level roster fill yeah. um 26 man on the roster like we're not getting those players from Japan. We're not paying a posting fee to bring a guy over to be a backup. We're bringing him over to be a superstar and a headline frontline starter. Right? Yeah. So of course the top tier players what you're saying in the foreign mold, in the European, in the Dominican, Venezuelan, Japanese, uh, because, yeah, those are the guys that they're going to go cherry cherry pick. So, in a roundabout way, I understand what you understand what you're saying.
0: Tier one, tier one. Right okay. now, I'm not talking about in 1995. I'm not talking about in 2005. I'm talking about right. here so in tier one
1: baseball. We're looking at like the Aaron Judges, the Otanis, the Mike Trouts, the Mookie Betts. Yeah, plenty Otonia. of American.
0: Yeah, plenty of am- amazing American there athletes. There are Americans, but
1: yeah, there, there are a lot of foreign players. But
0: yeah, and like oh, I didn't in the NBA, we still have LeBron James, obviously, even though he's older. We have Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, we blah, 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 right? Right. Shout out my good day, Fox.
1: I think too like as sports go on like we're seeing more and more and more foreign players because of international scouting. Like there's more international yeah. scouting. There's more ways for us to see them because of social media and the internet, right? Like we're able to scout guys without even being there. Yeah. So, um I think that's another reason we're seeing an uptick in in foreign players. But uh, yeah, okay.
0: You don't hate it, I can tell.
1: I don't, ha- I understand your angle now. I, at first I didn't. When you're like, can you agree the best athletes in the world aren't American? And I'm like, what?
0: You're in your, your inner Texan woke up like it hasn't been awoken in years. And I was, was like, like let me fire that
1: pigskin, boy.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. You got me up out of my seat for that one. But to your more specifically, when you put it in tears, that makes more sense. Okay. And that, in my head, at least, as far as like, rosters looking at rosters yeah the superstars because like i said you can go pick whoever you want yeah. from any country but yeah that's, that's a good point i like that Jordan
0: montgomery cody bellinger blake snell matt chapman still unsigned marcus stroman unsigned mike clevenger unsigned jd martinez jorge soler adam Duval, tommy Pham. The list goes on. Still a lot of dominoes left to be. Uh, There's a lot.
1: And you know what? I, initially, I, know. I was ready to make like some bold predictions, but I don't know if we should just hold off.
0: Let's do another episode. Um, I'm soon. we can do bold predictions. It sounds like a we had, we had too much to catch up on. Like, for example, international players being better than American players, which we both completely and wholeheartedly agreed upon. We had to talk and, about
1: it. And what something else you should agree on and you should put in your back pocket is to not going to cruise with a three and a five-year-old. Because it's not fun.
0: Yeah, I am am going to Hawaii next week, so recommendations are very much invited. Okay, Uh, Maui. I'm going to Maui. My favorite
1: island was Kauai.
0: I'm not. I want to go to Kauai. That's in the plans, but I'm not. It's Maui this time.
1: Maui's fun too.
0: Yeah, I am golfing. So, if you have any recommendations, let me know. All right. I got you. All right, people. Wake and Break Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget international players are taking over our country as we just learned on this episode. Talk to y'all soon people. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus.